<clears throat> Eric, you good to go? Yeah, hold on. I just have to yawn. Hold on. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, and your time is, what, 1143? 1143 on my computer. Oh, boy. Let's get going. All right. Eric's going to pass out. <laughs> That'd be yeah. for great radio, though, if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> we play all these pranks on you. We draw penises on your head. <laughs> but it's on, you know, it's on Skype, right. so it doesn't really matter. It's just drawn on your monitor. <laughs> Who drew a penis on your monitor? Oh, nice. Not <laughs> me. <laughs> Who's Eric? Hmm. All right, here we go. Welcome to Predator Minute, the podcast that breaks down the 1987 action sci-fi classic Predator one minute at a time. I'm John Zabriskie. And I'm Jeff Glover. And returning to join us once again, back-to-back weeks, is Eric Deutsch. Hello, I'm I'm willing to brave all the sweat and the mosquitoes here hiding in the trees with our two buddies Dylan and Mac. Oh, that's not all. That's not all that's hiding in the trees. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Eric. Again, yeah. we love having you even in the sweaty fly-infested jungle. Mhm. Mm. Yeah, claustrophobic one could say too. We're all we're all bundled together in this little <laughs> hiding spot. <laughs> we're all recording in a closet next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wanted to, I guess, you know, I, I know you guys really like to repeat the conditions that the actors, the really trying mm. conditions they had to go through. Can you imagine the scenes that were filmed toward the end of the day? After these guys are in the jungle all day, just the the sweat oh. and the, the need for the, the the you know the odors that must have been from all these dudes running around and sweating all day long it really must have been awful joey have you ever been in a in a turkish prison like (laughs) i was in mexico recently on a family vacation and it's hot as shit (laughs) like to be working and acting and you're out there in you know exposed in the sun my god like it must have been pretty terrible conditions at times yeah that's that's a good point, Eric, because what's what's more method than uh, playing someone who's worn out in the jungle, like at their wits end, than <laughs> waiting till the end of the day of shooting and you're in the jungle and they're worn out and they're, they're at their wits end and they're still <laughs> having to try to be in character. And that's going to hopefully come through. And I, I think that comes through a lot, not to spoil the minute here, but yeah, we have some good, some good uh, speaking lines here. Absolutely. But we're talking minute 71 of Predator. Minute 71 opens with Mac. 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 Looking and pointing at the Predator and ends with Mac. 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 Moving while staring into the jungle. First part of this minute, we're going to talk about the first 40 seconds or so here first. We carry over from last minute. <laughs> Classic carry. We, we get Dylan, Dylan and Mac. Mac. Dylan! Mac! They're hiding out. They've just seen the predator up in the trees. Mac, Mac. is still kind of pointing up at him. Uh, Dylan looks Dylan. from Mac to where Mac, Mac. is pointing uh, and they see it together, and then we get some dialogue here. Yes, I know yes. you're thinking. I know, I know what you're thinking. Dramatic line read. <laughs> dramatic line read. <laughs> then, and uh, when did we did we start dramatic line reads with Eric on the show? You set us up. It's all bullshit. It was really one of the first kind of real ones. I feel like I, I think so. It was it was our first like. 
I felt like major character interaction. And yeah, yeah, Eric, if you want to continue on with possibly the last lines of both of these characters um, with maybe Jeff choosing a part, you choosing a part, that'd be great. We would love to have that. Uh, Sure. Let me just open the notes here so I know uh, what I'm going to say. Okay. Right. Now, Eric, this is somewhat a lopsided dialogue here. Dylan has a lot. Dylan. Whereas Mac just has a little. So Mm -hmm. do you feel like having a lot of dialogue or a little? Well, I did get to do my favorite Mac lines (laughs) yesterday with some of the whispering. So I guess I can take Dylan this time. I'll see if I can channel his inner Mandalorian character and try to maybe... All right. I like it. You you take Dylan's lines here and I'll I'll do Mac's one line near the end of their conversation. Ding. Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) <clears throat> All right, dramatic line read. Ding. I'll be uh, I'll be playing the part of the predator cloak, <laughs> okay, but yeah. really obvious in the distance. Okay, here I go. I see it. Yeah, I see it. You know we can get this thing, Mac. You work your way Mac. down there toward him. Mac. I'll move up around, hit the back of him, flush him toward you. When I flush that son of a bitch, you nail him. I got a score to settle. We both got scores to settle. Wow. Nice. Impressive. Well and John, Mando. you really nailed it there, John. I was I was preening, so I, I hope I <laughs> hope really added an element, an unseen element in the radio world here. <laughs> um John, you mentioned here that Max's last word is settle in this mm-hmm. conversation, and Dylan's Dylan. last word is settle here in this conversation. Yep. And just to spoil things a, a couple of minutes from now, those are both of their last words. They're both, oh. both of them say settle as their last word. Wait a minute. Doesn't, doesn't Dylan, Dylan say like Mac. 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 Yeah, oh, dead, doesn't he? You know what? You're right. You're right. I guess, I guess if we're calling it like, I guess if we really want to parse it, I, I, I suppose you could say he says, yeah, he does say the Mac, Mac. Uh, one time, and then he's out. But Mac's last line is definitely settle, uh, because later on when we hear the anytime, uh, that is not Mac right. saying that. Right. That is uh, mm. the Predator. It's pretty great oh, yeah. that Dylan's last line is Mac. <laughs> <laughs> if only Mac's last line was Dylan. 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 <laughs> uh, so we get a little camaraderie from these two here, right? They're yeah. really kind of like making amends, kind of having a little bromance here near the uh, end of their time together. And we get Dylan kind of calling the shots in this Mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah, this is different than in the script. In the script, uh, Dylan is the bumbling CIA CIA agent in the field. Mm. Uh, And so everybody looks down on Dylan, who goes by... Dixon in the script, just Dixon. fair warning if you're Dixon. Dixon. It doesn't roll up the tongue as well. No, not as good. Dixon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dixon, Dixon is not calling the shots at all, even at the very end uh, of his life in the script. Uh, yeah, in the script, it's all Mac calling the shots, Mac. even even going Mac, Mac. even going so far as to tell uh dylan dixon dylan um, after he says i got a score to settle for the bro he's referring to blaine mm. uh, uh, he says so don't fuck it up uh talking to 
Dylan. Dylan. Um, so Dylan is is Dylan. pretty much uh, a worthless character. He's much more the part of Burke from Aliens than right. uh, like a uh, someone who has a face turn who redeems himself or tries to redeem himself. Yeah, um, as seen in this movie, and and I definitely prefer the camaraderie that you're talking about, Jeff, here than the looking down on this character until the character dies, essentially in the script in the original story. Yeah, well, it's more, you know, it's more impactful as a viewer to sort of mourn the deaths of these characters as they go. You know, even Dylan, who. Dylan. Uh, Dylan, Dylan, who admittedly got them into this mess under false pretenses, you know, by the end or at this point in the film, they've kind of uh, made a camaraderie here on the fact that they're being hunted by a, a killer alien. So um, right. at this point, they've kind of let all that go and they're just out there to survive. And uh, I really like that they didn't you know, continue with the idea that he's just kind of a, a lackey, an indisposable lackey to be killed off. That We, we do care about Dylan as a Dylan. character, and, and we don't want him to die at the hands of the Predator. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he, he does. <laughs> well, I, said, I, yeah. I don't, can't remember who it was. If it was one of you guys or the guests, but a few episodes ago, someone said how Dylan feels Dylan. responsible for what the situation they're in, mm. and he, he kind of wants to make up for it. And I mm-hmm, think that's mm-hmm. what's behind the line of we both got scores to settle. We both got scores to settle. His, Max obviously talking about Blaine. But Dylan is talking about what you guys mentioned a few weeks ago with we're we're I, I these guys are in this mess because of what I did. And so mm-hmm. I got I got to even that score. Mm, that's a good point. I didn't think of it that way. But I think you're absolutely right. That is what he means by that line. Yeah. And he also might just be umbrella, including with that responsibility, uh, the fact that the predator also killed the first team he sent in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All these those poor bastards. That is true. <laughs> I forgot all about those guys. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. He's responsible for like <laughs> tens upon tens of deaths. Sure, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i do like the little detail i didn't notice this until um this viewing watching it minute by minute here uh but about 40 seconds in dylan ends his line we both got scores to settle uh by heading out of the hiding hole away from mac, mac. but right before he heads out he i think knocks Mac's hand out of knocks Mac's hand off of his shoulder this happens at second 38 um, because if you remember, Mac had oh, his hand yeah. around Dylan's mouth and he's pointing. And then you don't see his hand again, but you do see Dylan knocking something off his shoulder. Oh, yeah. And I think that's Mac's hand, which I love that little detail. It's, yeah, we we have camaraderie, but like, get off me. We have to go kill this thing. <laughs> get your hand off me. I also love the idea that Mac just kept it there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, I'm holding you here. Don't don't move anywhere. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Good catch. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, because when, when he's pointing his finger, I guess it kind of goes in and out of uh, the shot. Like, it, when it cuts back to Dylan from seeing the Predator and saying, I see it, uh, you don't see the hand there anymore, but my mind's eye is putting the hand right there, and that's what Dylan is knocking off. It could be Dylan's, like, readjusting the submachine gun Mm. strap or something like that but i like to think that it's <laughs> dylan like well how do we make sure to keep the continuity that his hand is there but also i need to leave well i'll just i'll just knock it off but yeah i think maybe. you're right i like that <laughs> something i like well, in, in uh, from um carl weathers in this minute is the two different ways he says i see it 
like the first time that he says, I see it, it's, it's like his saying, the way he says it, his mind is just blown. I see it. He's, he's, mm-hmm. He now realizes that what they're dealing with is not from Earth. But then, like three seconds later, he says, yeah, I see it again. And this time, he says it in a completely different way. There's like anger and determination behind that second. Yes. Like he, his mind is blown for about, he lets himself for about two or three seconds and then realizes we got a got we got a job to do. Let, let's move on. It's a, that's, I thought that was a nice touch. I see it. Yeah. I see it. Mm, yeah, that anger. Yeah, there's a lot of anger. A lot, a lot of answers now that he can hopefully settle. A lot of things that he can hopefully make right if if he does this right. And this is yeah, he has the enemy in sight. So he he is angry. What about Mac? Mac? Mac does not strike me as being angry right here. Mac is just almost dreamlike in his uh, look, his voice, his moving. He he doesn't seem like someone who's right angrily stalking something. He seems more like I don't know, passively no. almost, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, he's turned the corner, right? He's gone from kind of uh, somewhat of a, a hysteria, panic attack mode into mm-hmm. kind of frighteningly calm, right? That mm-hmm. when you when you turn the corner, you're no longer scared. You're just hyper-focused on the task at hand. That's that's the sense I get from him here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's had a break from reality. You know, he's, You're right. his mind right. is gone. And so he's just, his he's running on fumes now. Right. And in that state, you just kind of like latch on to the task at hand. Right. And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what he's done here. Right. All, all business, like a, like a true soldier, like a good soldier. Just right. Like, right. What's important is the mission. All right. So should we transition into the last piece of the minute here? If uh, you guys have nothing else to add for the first part? I guess I just I wanted to ask else. if you guys, oh, go ahead. I guess I just wanted to ask if you guys, after seeing them, the, the rest of the shot of the predator on the branch if you think he it is playing possum or not like i thought mm. yesterday uh, uh last week uh, i yeah i do think it's playing possum i think it's um trying for a little bit obvious movement but not something so obvious to give it away to that it is playing possum keep your distance though chewy but don't look like you're trying to keep your distance i don't know fly casual but yeah, the more I look at it, the more it just looks like he's just kind of like, I don't know, man spreading or predator spreading on that, <laughs> on that branch. Taking like, up two seats make... on the subway. <laughs> uh, he really is a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're talking Eric's language. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Bastards. Yeah, I, I think it's that playing possum knowing that, like you were saying, I think last week, Eric, alluding to the fact that the predator is killing them one at a time and it, it can't take on more than one. So... How's it going to separate them? Mm. Um, well, not not by directly attacking because then it's two versus one, uh, but it's it's going to do it by making itself look vulnerable enough for them to try something, try some kind of tactic. Yeah, he really is kind of throwing himself out there, kind of his bait here. There's mm-hmm. no attempt to hide himself. He has to know. I mean, he's got his heat vision and whatnot. He has to know that they mm-hmm. can probably see him or maybe hear him. Uh, and he just doesn't care. He's just putting it all out there. Yeah, and it's it's interesting looking at this, knowing what happens later. Uh, I, I'm thinking all the time, why aren't they just 
taking a pot shot at him. Why aren't they just yeah. opening up on him? And maybe that's because when they've tried it in the past, it just hasn't worked. They haven't hit anything. We hit nothing. We hit nothing. Hmm. Nothing. Nothing. And that's what all the comments say too. And I watched this little clip yeah. on YouTube because that's one of my uh, ways to see what the people are thinking about the different portions of this movie is to watch these different scenes on YouTube. And a lot of people make that same mention of asking why aren't Dylan and Mac Dylan. taking shots at the Predator if they can see it, if they know that area where it is, weren't they opening up? I don't know. Yeah, what, what do you well, think? it's a slippery slope, right? Because the moment you fire your weapon, you give away your, your spot. And, right. you know, he's kind of far away, really. If you miss, now you've just started a firefight. And so I can understand the apprehension here, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Right? Like, And they're also kind of in a spot where it's, you know, they're sort of sitting there in semi-shock, just sort of observing this thing, this alien, mm-hmm. this being. And in that moment, they're, they might just be kind of taking it in for a minute. Sure. I can get that. I I can understand that to a certain extent. Yeah, I agree, because also, even though if it bleeds, they can kill it. If it bleeds, we can kill it. They mm. don't know its vulnerable points, because they now they now understand it is not human. And so they, you know, yeah. it, it could its heart could be in its knee, you know? They don't, and, and it's not <laughs> like they're even seeing, they're just seeing the outline of the camouflage, so... Yeah, and you what know, if the cloak, what if the camouflage is armor, right? Like, right, mm, right. Don't really know, yeah. But ne- nevertheless, they're going to try, as the second part is showing us, they're going to try this tried and true military tactic, which probably works really well against humans, which <laughs> is one person you know, goes this way, one person goes that way to flank it, and then one person specifically flushes it out into the open or right. towards the ready and waiting soldier, and the ready and waiting soldier takes out the enemy uh but i mean this being invisible uh this this enemy being invisible just like my heart starts to go in my stomach as i'm watching this over and over again because the whole idea is like they have to know where the enemy is and if they're trying to keep an eye on the on the predator this mostly invisible thing what are the odds that they're gonna have eyes on it the whole time they're moving i, I think those odds are pretty low yeah, yeah. All right, so to the last part of the minute here. This is a quick piece. We just get uh, Dylan and Mac kind of moving Dylan out from their Mac. little... Dylan Mac! Dixon. From their little Mac. smuggle spot here in the in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're kind of keeping their eyes on the Predator, and they move out of their little hidey spot. We get a quick cut to Dylan, Dylan. who kind of moves through the thick jungle, and then cut back to Mac, Mac. also moving through the jungle. And that kind of ends the minute. So maybe not a whole lot to say here. That we're just getting them kind of moving out from their little spot. But uh, this might be a good spot to talk about uh, commentary, John. And uh, I know, Eric, you had a, a little uh, uh, story to share uh, that might mm-hmm. fit into this minute as well. I did. I, uh, I met Bill Duke many years ago. And I mentioned, I, I, and awesome. I, yeah, and I mentioned this movie actually as why I was a fan of his. About this is in two thousand and three, if memory serves. Wow. Maybe maybe two thousand four, but I think two thousand three. I used to work at a nonprofit that worked on race relations, and we had a fundraising benefit in Los Angeles, and it was uh, one of these L.A. Hollywood area celebrity things at a celebrity's house, and celebrities coming and paying lots of money to to for a good cause blah 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 and Hmm. um so i was working but as i'm walking around i see this guy just sitting down alone somewhere in the party i was like whoa that is bill duke 
And I went up to him and I said, wow. I said, I said, hey, I said, I, I, I work for the organization that runs this event. And I said, I just want to tell you, you know, I'm a big fan of yours from Predator and Commando. And he said, oh, thank you very much. And uh, he talked to me for a couple of minutes and um, I got a photo with him shaking my hand, which, which I will very proudly post on the listeners palapa to prove that this story is not bogus. Wow. Very nice. That is so very nice. awesome. Yeah, he was very that nice. That is very awesome. Yeah. I've heard really good things about Bill Duke. Bill Duke. Bill Duke. <laughs> I know he's fairly active on Twitter, and I've and I've heard he kind of interacts with his fans on there, and he just seems like a genuinely nice person. So it's cool to hear that that's actually true. What a great uh, what a great story. Yeah, that's awesome. And and I mean, truth be told, I I, I think Mac has Matt! just become my favorite over the movie. I think in the beginning when I had to choose a favorite, it was probably Dylan with his yes! arc, his little mini redemption arc. Uh, but I, I'm really liking Mac Matt! throughout this movie with his lines and obviously with the way Bill Duke acts, uh, both physically and verbally, um, and the way Mac even Matt! has like, I don't know if you call it redemption. I don't even know what you call it. Just a progression from sanity to insanity. It's, <laughs> it's portrayed really well. I feel like big props for Bill Duke. And uh, that's exactly what John McTiernan in his commentary is finally talking about. He, he takes these long breaks as he just watches the movie with us, which is fantastic. Thanks, John McTiernan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he's, he's calling Bill Duke great and spooky here in this performance. And, and that's what I would have to agree with too, with, uh, how Bill Duke is really just setting the mood with his acting, his eyes and uh, his volume, his uh, his pointing out into the distance for Dylan and us to see the uh, the fucking lizard, the predator in the trees. <laughs> it's a bullshit sight job. There's two or three men out there at the most fucking lizard. Uh, Jeff, do you have anything else for this minute? Uh, Bill Duke gives a really great performance and I'm very jealous of your story, Eric, and getting to meet him in person. So very, Mm -hmm. very cool. Thank you for sharing. Um, I have nothing else to add here uh, unless you guys have any other points on this minute. 71. Uh, I have one more thing. I I made a mention in my notes about the track that plays here. Track. 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 (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, That plays at the end of this minute. It's from the soundtrack. It's titled The Hunt is On. Soundtrack. 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 But uh, I... All, all of a sudden, as they're flanking the predator, we hear these kind of like plucky, just kind of curious strings. This dum 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 dum. It's interesting placement here in this part of the movie. It, I wrote that it reminds me of a section of Peter and the Wolf, where Peter is mm. hunting the wolf, um, and they have a, a nice plucky string section uh, in there. But it's it's an interesting choice, if you guys know what I mean, where um, especially you're focused on uh, Mac making his way <laughs> towards the Predator. Mac. Mac. Yeah, it goes like, dun-dun. Like, it's got that kind of, like, low guitar string. 
ding, ding, sort of plucky. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it is very Peter and the Wolf. I agree. It's, it's an interesting placement for such a, a serious moment where we're just, you know, seconds, minutes away from the confrontation between these guys and the Predator. Mm. I, I don't have anything else for this minute, but I do have to say that, and this is an unbelievable coincidence here. I, I swear this was not planned, but uh, my family and I were on a cruise for winter break when our kids were on winter break recently and nice my wife, my wife. Has, we've been together uh for about 15 years or so and she has never she had never seen me karaoke and oh. she has always bugged me to to see me karaoke <laughs> and i and i just never have the guts to do it even even do when you, been... do you like karaoke or is she trying to like bait you into doing something you don't want to do she's trying mm. to get me to do something that's not in my comfort Zone. Like even Got when it. I've been completely okay. loaded, I have not had the guts to go do it. So like, <laughs> okay. I want to see Got you it. do Got it. it. Oh, come on, it's fun because because she'll she'll do it. So yeah. we were on the cruise for her birthday, and so uh, there was a lot of karaoke on this cruise, and so I finally decided sure. that there there is a point to me telling the story on the show, and so I finally decided I'm gonna even if I never do it again, I'm gonna do this one time for her birthday, and just just what the hell? And the first couple of songs that I wanted to do, they didn't have. And so mm. one of my favorite oldies songs is Mac the Knife. Oh, and so <laughs> I did Mac the Knife. Could that someone be Mac the Knife? Oh. And since we're talking about me beating Bill Duke, and since you guys love the word Mac, Mac. I'm saying it over Mac. and over Mac. again now, I did Mac, Mac. the Knife karaoke. Wow. wow. Oh, I love it. That, that, was, that, was, that was going to be one of the uh, minute titles a few minutes ago. Mm. I don't know why oh. I didn't write that. <laughs> it, was, it was when he is attacking the boar. Oh, night. yeah, I, sure, I, yeah. I, I think I wrote, I think I titled that Psycho Mac. I really should have titled that Mac the Knife. Mm. It's funny you mentioned karaoke, Eric. I, I was recently with a group of friends on a, on a little uh, ski trip, and uh, we ended up at a bar doing karaoke. And I rarely participate in karaoke, but <laughs> I ended up doing the um, Nate Dog portion of Regulate by Warren G. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> and uh, it turned out pretty great, so I, I was pretty happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, it was Regulate. fun. If you know like I know, you don't want to step to this. <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have anything else for prime number 71. Do you guys? I'm good. All right. All right. Eric, you good? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to jump into the recommends section. And Eric, you're still the guest, the returning guest. Uh, do you have something that you'd like to recommend to the audience? Uh, I will do something a little different. I'm going to recommend a food. There you go. Yes, yes. This is right up John's alley. (laughs) Uh, A couple of years ago, I started eating protein bars as a way to eat less snack. But I noticed Mm, that they were... Snack. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. 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 Snack? Uh, It's hard to to get through a conversation without realizing you're saying an ACK word. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But I, I was... I was something was feeling weird about it, and I realized I think it was there was too much gluten, and so mm. I tried to find a protein bar that had less gluten in it, but was still giving me the protein and fiber that I needed with lower sugars. <laughs> <laughs> 
our first sponsor, yeah, and? Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm doing this completely, yes, I'm doing this completely on my own. These people do not know exist. I am not being paid to do this, but uh, I wanted to just do a wacky recommend because I like these things so much. It's called Go Macro. Mac! And I like, oh, I like the protein wow. bars. I like the peanut butter Go Macro bars. Mac! No macro. Mac! Oh, yeah, Go Macro! Mac! Oh, my oh. God, I didn't realize that. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the universe telling you something. Oh my yeah, god, right? that's, that's, that's that's too weird. I didn't even think macro. Like go macro. macro. Uh, I love the go macro bars. I like the peanut butter flavor, but they have others. I'm, I, I swear I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 I buy them. I buy them on Amazon. So I recommend go macro bar. Nice. Oh, nice. It's nice. That's nice. My life. My anyway. Life. Wow, that's awesome. I, lo- I love having outside the kind of movie realm recommend. So thanks, mm-hmm. Eric. All right. I'm going to bring things back into uh, back, film back, and movies here. Back. Yeah, there back, you go. Back. There we go. Eric's in. He's, the, Eric's he's in there. All right. Uh, so uh, HBO just started airing a new television show that is uh, a Stephen King adaptation. I am a sucker for anything that is a Stephen King adaptation because I'm a big King fan. Um, and they have recently adapted his uh, recent novel, The Outsider, to a miniseries on HBO. Oh. Um, and so far they have dropped two episodes. There's You have to wait a week in between each one. Um, but so far they've been really, really good. The I don't want to give away too much about The Outsider, but um, it is a kind of a crime mystery drama um, that eventually has uh, some supernatural elements to it, of course, because it's King. Um, and... It's really well done, and uh, I can't really say much more about it without giving anything away. I, I really think if you are interested in it, you should just go in knowing that much. Oh, come on. Give it away. <laughs> <laughs> give it up. Come on. <laughs> I, I will just say there's a, a murder that happens, and they're trying to figure it out. <laughs> uh, so Jeff is a fan of murder. 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 But uh, in all seriousness, it is uh, very, very good. I, I've watched the first two episodes. And I'm already like clamoring for the third. I have to wait till Sunday night. So, um, yeah, if you uh, have HBO, check it out. It's very, very good. Okay, and what was that called again? The Outsider. The Outsider. Yes. <laughs> what do you got there, John? Uh, I was uh, thinking like a teacher, and mm. I thought... Well, I'm showing this documentary this week, and I, I, I like it. It's it's a good documentary. It's uh, as part of a series of documentaries where they look at these structures of the past. The documentary series. Nerd. I know. The documentary (laughs) series, thank you. The series is titled Engineering and Empire, and uh, I think it does a really good job of breaking down the civilizations by studying what they built. And this week and last week, because of all the snow days. And we had to watch it over a couple of classroom days. A couple of class days. Jeez, can't talk. Uh, but we were watching the one about Egypt, and they talked all about the pyramids. They talked about the obelisks. They talked a little bit about the Sphinx and the early dams in ancient Egypt. And I think the uh, video series does a really good job of making it exciting in a weird way. Because <laughs> even though like these people are long dead, and you're looking at these stone structures... Uh, they add a l- really good soundtrack to it. They're telling the stories of the different pharaohs and engineers and 
other people involved in the building. Uh, and the whole thing, all, the whole series uh, is guest narrated. I don't know. It has like several different narrators. There's like the one all throughout over everything that you never see. But there's also like the in-person narrator who's walking around the different structures. Mm. And that's Peter Weller, RoboCop himself. Oh. He, it turns out he has a PhD in history. What? He just, yeah, he just loves this stuff. So when, I remember when I first put that on a few years ago is one of the documentaries that we watched in class, I was just so excited. I told all the students they didn't know what I was talking about. (laughs) You don't understand, you guys. This guy got shot like eight times in the face. (laughs) Right. Came back as a robot cop. (laughs) (laughs) Robot cop. But yeah, it's, it's, it's super cool to see that as like this extra element, this extra dimension. But if you're a history nerd and you just want to have something on to learn about the different structures or something on the background with the cool structures and Peter Weller uh, you can't go wrong with engineering and empire and I, I think the whole series is in, is now on archive.org hmm. um, which is really handy the internet art archive I, I've been showing it from a video file all these years <laughs> downloaded from YouTube <laughs> right <laughs> but uh, finally my teaching partner showed me that it's on archive.org and it's a really high quality upload so wow. check out check out engineering and empire with peter weller of all people that is super nerdy and awesome i appreciate it hey, yeah the, the know, peter weller this, aspect is really great i love that just out of the blue i'm like yeah what? that can't is that peter weller why is that did what? he shoot someone in the face and go fuck you asshole <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. I think that's the Terminator. You nerd. <laughs> that is the Terminator, but you it's felt appropriate. <laughs> you know, he should say, he should say, there will be trouble. Come quietly or there will be trouble. <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> I do use that one in class, actually. I say, if, if you don't blah, 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 you know, you don't shape up, there will be trouble. <laughs> I have to deliver that with some nice robo cadence. And they have no idea. No, that's no. the beauty of it. Yeah, oh. Right, right. Yeah, just like having a Mac in class or a Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I should tell you that um, those poor kids. One, one student named Dylan today. He was. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Remember, I think he's borrowing a piece of paper from me. I said, I said, that's not your style, Dylan. <laughs> he, just, he just, he just gave me this blank look. So just style Dylan. Dylan. I said, no, no, just kidding with you. Dylan, Dylan. give me a paper. <laughs> oh my I God. should have waited until he borrowed a pencil. <laughs> what's, what's the matter? Got you pushing too many pencils. Too many pencils. What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> oh my God. Lordy. God forbid I have another Dylan in class. I didn't have one this year. It's crazy. Can't believe it. All right, gentlemen. Have we done it? I think think we've done it. We've uh, recommended and we've minuted up. So, Eric, why don't you plug away at your projects? Okay. And and honestly, I've been a bit speechless the last couple of minutes because I blew my own mind not even realizing that I was recommending Go Macro Bars. Mac. <laughs> oh, lay down. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that. Rest. Uh, if you want to learn about the same kind of stuff that you learn about this minute, but about Escape from New York or Flash Gordon, go to growlermedia.com, G R O W L E R media.com, and that's where both of my two movies by minutes, which are both completed, live. Uh, we 
go through the whole movie just like this. We also both both shows have a couple of bonus episodes with interviews of some cast and crew from the two movies and uh, check us out. Awesome. And, and thanks again, Eric, so much for uh, coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, just like Jeff said last minute or this minute, you've been a constant uh, topic when we talk about the Arnold impressions and the Arnold and Dylan, Dylan! confrontation and uh, an oft used drop uh, throughout the whole show. So uh, thank you for being a good sport coming on with the East West time difference and uh, with the good dramatic line reads. You set us up. It's all bullshit. Absolutely. <laughs> and we also appreciate your contributions to the uh, listeners palapa. That's really fun yes. to hear your thoughts and to engage us in some uh, online conversations. So keep it up. We really, really do like it and appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, I, 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 I'm a fan of the show. I'm all caught up on the show as of we're recording this, so uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm here until the end. Awesome. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Thanks, Eric. It'll happen um, sometime in the next five years. <laughs> 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 All right, Jeff. So where can people find you? Oh, I'm still on the uh, Twitter sphere. <laughs> still no longer tweeting about the Seahawks. Uh, when this will air, uh, I, I think we'll know who's going to the Super Bowl, but... Uh, I'm sure I'll have some thoughts on that uh, football-wise. So, it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yes, I'm capital K Carl underscore capital H Hungus three one four Jeff Glover on the Twitter. Come follow me there. My name is Carl H. Been expert. Where can we find Predator Minute, John's Brisky? We are also on the Twitter verse. <laughs> Twitter sphere. Twitter verse. Twitter sphere. The Twitter. Yeah, sure. Twitter Hellfire. The Twitter Mac. Twitter Mac. Um, <laughs> at Predator Minute, you can email the show, PredatorMinute at gmail.com. And you can also join the discussion on the aforementioned Facebook page, Predator Minute Listeners Palapa. Target the, the center, center of the Palapa. <laughs> Target the center of the Palapa! Target the center of the Palapa! Target the center of the Palapa! Uh, but for all things Predator Minute 71, I've been John Zabriskie. And I'm Jeff Glover. And I'm Eric Deutsch. There it is. And until next time, stick around. Stick around. The shark bait has such teeth in And it shows them pearly white. Just a jackknife has old Maggie Heath. And it keeps it uh, out of sight You know when that shark bite With his teeth big Scarlet billows start to spread Fancy gloves though Where's old Maggie Heath big So there's never, never a trace of red Sidewalk, ooh, Sunday morning, uh huh. Lies a body just oozing light. And someone sneaking round a corner. Could that someone be Mac the Knife? There's a tugboat down by the river, don't you know? Cement bag just drooping on down. Oh, that cement is just, it's there for the way to dare. Five will get you ten old Mackies back in town. 
Yes, that love. 